Hello, hello, and oh, welcome shit. to the Comedy Couch. God damn it. I'm Dennis Hensley. And I'm Tony Tripoli. And you're, you <sighs> walked in tonight. It's Sunday night after Thanksgiving, a few days later, and you walked in tonight with it's a, a lot on your mind. It's a celebration, your... is what it is. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm turning 40 in Yeah, I think I got hours. the memo. I think I got the memo. Everyone is so excited about it. My mom and my dad and my grandmother in Texas is like, we. I'm like, no, not we. We, no, not we. And I had to call her today, and I was like, by the way, just the jig is up. All of you people that have been lying about your ages all this year, all these years, now right. that I'm openly 40, all your lies are going to fall like a house of cards. So I don't, none of you people need, should be ex- excited right. about this. It's all exposing you as the dirty liars that you are. All right. I can see that. But, uh, you know, but what are you going to do? There ain't nothing this, you can do. This, Dennis. This. this I'm going to sit in front of a microphone on the couch and complain. All right. And I don't even have a Diet Coke. I've I know I was gonna. To I was gonna. I know. I love that you're drinking McCafe ah, stuff. Shit. <laughs> so um, miserable. I was at the Fault Line tonight earlier. The Fault Line is a leather bar. Is it's it not? It's not really. It's like a. Well, Dennis, who got peed on? Nobody. A couple of people. <laughs> one Mexican. There's one room that, that I don't hardly, go in right. where that may. Ha- no, I don't know. Uh, but there was a guy there who How I know. How many men were wearing a harness? None. How many people had a leather arm cuff? None. That I saw. Really? What yeah, there were the hairy people. This? It's not that leathery. It's like a Sunday afternoon thing. Um, but it's the fault line. Whose fault is it? I don't know. The fault line. That it's cr- your fault, Dennis. The fault line is in my heart, and it, sh- it cracks. <laughs> and the epicenter is uh, North Hollywood. Wow. Uh, there's a guy there, though, that I know named Gustavo, who was uh, my friend David's boyfriend, and he said that he listens to the podcast. Although he said he had a suggestion, he thought he because sometimes you can only listen with one ear, and because I guess our thing goes through different channels, yeah. So it's you know, it's well, does he know that in this country, podcasts are done in stereo? <laughs> Have you told? Well, Gustavo no, but that? they're not. They're I don't not. know what things are like. What, what is he? Is he selling his gum? And he only has one ear. Tell him to put Tony, his other fucking earbud How do you in. know what that... <laughs> That's terrible. We only have two dozen <laughs> listeners, and I'm going to insult one now? Yeah, exactly. Gracias. But he, he enjoys it. He particularly likes... He liked More to Love. He liked... Yeah. The, all the things he listed were like pop culture musings, and I'm like, but what about the part where what we tear we, out our hearts? complaining, <laughs> which is the bulk of it. What about so you've liked... Basically, you've liked two <laughs> minutes of podcast <laughs> over the past year. It's been a year. Yeah, you realize we've been doing this almost a year. I know it's amazing. We're coming up on a year. Yeah, and so far we haven't we've made zero dollars and zero cents. Well, that's good. But there's no. But it's a. It's and not by about zero that. cents, you mean S E N S E. Exactly. We've made zero cents and zero cents. Oh, that's see now so, I've really I've resorted to wordplay. Yeah, really it's on cute. a Sunday night. It's cute because you know what? Come that's on. what old people do. No, now that oh, I'm old, Jesus, is Tony. there a chill in here? I need it. I feel like I need an Afghan. Is that do we? Can, yeah. we, can you crochet something for me to right. wear on my shoulders when I sit on the comedy catch now? Right. Oh, when I was young. Well, then that we makes didn't... me just. I'm. I might as well be dead. You might as well be. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Have you I not been listening to, to any I of these just podcasts? To clear that up. Is there a question? Because about for that? everything that you uh, bemoan about forty, I add X amount of years to it, and have to spin that little nugget into something. But. Oh, look, once you've fallen in a bucket of wet shit, <laughs> does it matter if you're to the collarbone or to the chin? Really? Does it really? Is it re- I mean, really, you want to split hairs on this? Okay. It's, All right. It's a, you know. So what do you got, though? You you were, so you, sucks. I don't have that so much life, stuff. Just, it just, 
It's all break it down. What's well? The so I went. I went to fe- okay. Well, here let me just let's talk about our Thanksgiving trips. What did you do okay. for Thanksgiving? And then I'll top it. I had Thanksgiving here, and I went to a couple of different friends' houses and kind of hopped around. Uh, you didn't Felix. go to the vegans, did you? I ended up there, but I I didn't eat. I already. I eaten. hope you didn't eat there. No, but I love the vegans. I went to uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, but vegan. you don't want. That's not. You don't want to go to them on a meat on a food yeah. holiday. Well, you know what the weird thing is though. In our friendship, they've they've cooked for me quite a lot, and I always eat everything, and it's always good. Like their tofu. Tofurky? I didn't have the tofurkey, but I'm sure if I did, it would have been fine. But you know, on Thanksgiving, you want the real McCoy. Yeah. So. What I'm saying is it would be disingenuous of me to bitch about their food when I've eaten everything they put in front of me and, and gone back for seconds. Well, if we have to be sincere, then we need to start these podcasts over because my <laughs> life really is a parade. And I've just been making all of this up right? this whole year. That's this is nonsense. just a character I do. It's a character you Miserable do. Miserable Tony. All right. Real Tony is living the life. Movies and right. more. Movies and more. Let's tell about movies and more. People need to know that it should be in the vernacular. It shouldn't just be said within these walls okay, on Clyborne. I'm gonna try Movies to re- more. I'm gonna try to remember what it was. There was one year in the mid 2000s where when things started going south. Well, they started going south after the high 90s. After the gay the 90s. 90s. The gay 90s were great, and then things started going south, and it became harder for me to make a living and get work with magazines and stuff. It was just harder, and there have been a lot of things that could have happened that fell through that didn't happen. Whatever. And, you know, I was having, I, I was, you know, I was up to my neck in that shit. And Wasn't then, it your 20-year reunion? Maybe, but I didn't assign a lot of stuff. I don't remember it being connected to that. Okay. It just seems uh, the right amount of years before mine. So right. I was thinking it, it might have been. That. But it was a Christmas card from a friend of mine who, from the outside, I think the movie that I co-wrote, Testosterone, had come out that year. And, um... <laughs> You know, didn't open a single door for me, but it was fun, but it didn't get paid. Like, it was like, it looked like one thing from the outside, but the reality was different. And the the cards said something like, you know, what a year for you with something and something and movies and more. And I remember reading that card to you in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And literally, I think we I both fell, had a good cry about that. We both, we, I think I fell down either like laughing. That was or when we could have a crying. good cry. Because it was a bad. cry, but it was a laughing cry. But it was like a laugh cry. It was, but it was, now they're it was not so, even good cries. It was such a – the language was such an example of how something appears from the outside really yeah. glamorous. And, and it's not without its cool parts, but – Books and magazines and, and premieres and movies and more. <laughs> and Actually, I did go to the premiere. <laughs> Turns out I wasn't on the list, yeah. so I had to go back yeah, home with my tail between my So legs. it was like movies and more equals – uh, glamour that is presumed or success that is presumed when the reality is, you know, movies much different. So that's the, that's the or, the origins of movies and more. Feel free to use that podcast listeners. Yeah. <laughs> only the subscribers, not movies, the casual listeners. Movies and only more implies that there's great stuff and even more there's great stuff. too much stuff. to even list on I this little even, card. I don't even know what it is. This it's card like... only has a front and a back. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to print out a whole separate document and yeah. then fold it right. to list the more because yeah. there's so much. It's too much. I mean, this is just the stuff I'm just aware of. Just the books of, and the movies and the premieres the is all I even – yeah. This is before Facebook. Yeah, I haven't even seen you in a while. I don't, <laughs> yeah. This is all, all the stuff that I even know from our small town paper. <laughs> I can only imagine if I was your neighbor right. all the comings and so, goings yeah. that I'd witness. Yeah, and it was a friend who actually lived in L.A. that wrote oh, that. So, anyway, well, Screw her. And um, 
so there's that. But yeah, that's movies and more. Movies and more. <laughs> well, my Thanksgiving uh, started off with a literal bang. Well, it wasn't a literal bang because it Did had you bang somebody. If it was no, if it was a literal bang, I would have gone into the airport, la- the airplane lavatory, and, and shot myself. Um, but what with this new security, it makes that impossible. Um, but I was I flew home to Phoenix. Uh, which is where the drunk people live. I don't know if you know that. That's, they invented alcoholism. Let's rate the drunks. I think in your they invented alcoholism by... in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't really? know if you could trace that back. It's not a dry state. It no. is clearly not a dry state, and it's a red state. But it turns out it's because everyone's nose is red because they're all drunk and, <laughs> right. and their bloodshot eyes. I doesn't who's the drunk? Who's the biggest drunk? Or do you want to rank them? Or that's that's boy, that's a fun game, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> rank my blood. Well, there's blood relatives, and then there's people that I want people I, that people I, in my family have a child with, but have never married. Yeah, but then there's that. And I would love to see your family drunk on Family Feud. And it's like name something you get at the grocery store. Yeah, a dirty look from Tony. Perez. <laughs> what? A loaf of. Tonic what? water. <laughs> tonic. <laughs> tonic. No, tonic's not even no, on Richard, the top ten, Come Mom. here, Richard. You're not listening. No, Mom, I why said... would you say that's not no. a good answer? No, stop <laughs> saying good answer. That's not a good, good answer. Good answer, that. No, good Mom, answer. We, Richard, I'm sorry. My I want to kiss Richard. Where's Richard? I want to kiss him. Richard, you're so fucking she hot. Are you British? You're British, no, right? She didn't you, mean I to was say like, tonic kiss water. That's not what my mother meant. She I'm gonna kiss no, you. Mom, lions Can we is not steal? Better. Do lions we have an egg? It's eggs. Just say eggs. Why that was, just say eggs? Tony, why are you saying to say I want Richard Dawson to give me that tongue? Sweet cheese. So Did we say funny. cheese? Do we It's not funny because I would it's love so... to see a drunk family on Family View. You're gonna see a drunk family Sunday at my show. Tony Tripoli, I shit my pants. And I, ironically enough, <laughs> that might cause me to shit my pants. <laughs> it's time for the family feud. Wow, it's the drunkards. Uh, gro- I'm going to say grocery store. <laughs> well, no. No, the question is the what question you would is you what get something a- you'd buy at the grocery store. Oh, I'm sorry. Drugstore. <laughs> no. Drugstore isn't. That's It's another kind of store, but that would be a different question. There's another family on the other side. Oh, my God. That's so. It really is. It's really a problem. So anyway, something you would buy at the grocery store: cigarettes. That's not. Why would you say that? That's not even a good. That's a sad thing that you would say. There's. A, those are television cameras, Mom. Those are TV cameras. Let's go to my stepfather, Walter. Let's go to my stepfather, Walter. Walter. The question I believe is something you would buy in, in the grocery store. I'm sorry. What was that? No, he show mumbled. me. No, he mumbled, but what you don't, what you can't see on the podcast is when he mumbled, he also grabbed my ass with both hands, full both hands, because my stepfather, God bless him, he's the sweetest guy. He, but he's this like six foot five former cop, former sheriff or something from Texas who never saw a gay son in his right. future. He didn't right. see that coming, and and now in an effort. To show me how accepting he is of my life choice. Um, when he gets, you know, 30 or 40 beers in him, um, which is really only after, say, one in the afternoon. Right. He um, gets really overly affectionate in a really sweet way. But it's like, you, you know, I'm just I'm just running. I'm just going, you know, to pit, take Matea to the park. We're going to be back in an hour. You don't need to put your finger in. Like right, I'm gonna be lot. back. I'm that's that's right. too far. Yeah, it's, you're, that's more than just accept. You know, right. 
So yeah, that would be his answer. And then, <laughs> you know, then there's family friend Karen. <laughs> EPT. <laughs> it's literally like, you know, God bless my family. They're so wonderful, and I do. I love them. I love them too. But, but I boy, love the idea of any drunk so family. Drunk I love the show. idea of any drunk family on Family Feud. I think that's fun. Not specifically I, your just family. not mine. I had any to sit them family. down. Yeah, which is hard enough when they're all drunk. But <laughs> I had to sit them down and explain that they really, really, they're allowed to laugh and clap. At Tony Tripoli on my shit, my at pants. At the show. And not at the same time. They can either be laughing yeah. or clapping. But I right. don't even trust them to do both at the same time. And my mother goes, well, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I just can't that believe you're, that, that, that you're really inferring, it. like, that what? That you think I'm going to, like, what? Not act right? And I'm sitting there trying not to let my eyes bug out of my skull. Like, yes. That's what I'm inferring. Because I don't know if you remember, but when you all came to see me in San Francisco in Beach Blanket Babylon... The next day, the management came to me and said, we've never had to do this before, but we'd like you to tell your family never to come back. Wow. They were banned from they Beach Blanket Babylon? They were banned, and I've never told them. They were banned them. from Babylon. They don't know that. I've never told them. Oh, shit. I never told my mother that she was banned. Wow. And then my mother got drunk and heckled me at a stand-up show that I did. What did she say? Heckled me. She was like, that's not true. That's not like something like that's not true yeah. or something. And it was oh god, that was really so. Really well, you awful. lay down the ground rules. That's what you have to do. Yeah, but they were drunk. That's They're what it's not about. Remember. That's what being so forty is about. That's yeah. That really is Say what you about. want. So anyway, but so I went to the airport to go home to fly to, um, to see where drunk was born. <laughs> and um, and are we still going, or did that just break the whole machine? Okay, no, we're good. And um, and so I'm on the plane, and I'm writing in my. Di- is it a journal or a diary? I think when it's you're 40, a, it's a journal. It's a journal when you're 40. But if it has iCarly on the cover, don't I still have to call it a diary? Yeah. Honestly, do, do I you say dear up? diary in the beginning of it? No. But um, I just go, hey, you. Yeah. Hello. I'm back. It's me. Guess who? Smiley face. Right. Anyway, but I was writing about uh, my ex, Eric. I don't know if I've ever mentioned him on the podcast. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's been a rather rough year. For the old ticker. He's the biggest heartbreak ever, right? He's bigger than yeah, the one from a few years because, ago, right? Because, is it worse than the one from yeah, a few years ago? Because the that big, one that I saw one? coming with, right. you know, um, but I, with 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 Eric, I really thought, wow, we're going to be together forever, and this is the man of my dreams, and blah, blah, right, blah, right. and then he shit on me. And so, um, but I was writing in my diary about my my new, my current real unhealthy obsession um, I don't know if you remember when October was rolling around and I was really obsessed with October 3rd is the one year anniversary of our right. first date. And is he going to reach out? Is he going to send me an email? Is he going to text? Right. I mean, what's going to happen? And then that Wednesday before he actually did text. And that was the last time, ironically enough, that I ever saw him. Um, that was the night that we went and what it made what I thought was sweet love. But really, apparently, was I don't know, like jury duty for him. And well, then, you knew at the time though that he was acting weird. When it? we were done, uh, he said to me, um, "Yeah, I have to be at a friend's house to watch Glee at eight thirty. So, and Hop he tapped it. his watch. Yeah, you should have. And got, so I had to get bed, dressed. You didn't have slip on shoes. Yeah, I had to get dressed and leave. Yeah. Uh, so he ruined. He took Glee from me. Also, he ruined I've never, Glee. I've never watched. What it about since. Wednesday? I can't, I can't he... watch it. I can't really? watch Glee because of that. And sure. then also, then there was the Craigslist three-way bombshell that we right. talked about. That was a winner. And so he's ruined three ways for me. So yeah. not only did he break my heart and ruin all of 2009, he also took Glee, 
and three ways. I Did mean, he ruin the number three? The collateral damage. He ruined that Britney Spears song. Three. No, you know that what? Was Britney ruined awful. that. Britney ruined she that. She ruined it. Honor, that was of her own doing. Peter, but, Paul, and Mary. Oh she doesn't even God. know who they are. No, she doesn't, please. She doesn't know who she is. But um, <laughs> she doesn't know what how many three is. <clears throat> I think Sean Preston is like, Mommy, it's this many. Yeah. Holding up six fingers. And um, But so I'm writing in my diary. My, my current obsession is, well... My 40th birthday is coming and is Eric going to reach out? Is he going to send a text? Is he going to email? Is he going to call? And of course he's not going to call because that's something adults do. But he, um, I was like, wow, what, what's he going to say? Is he going to say, hey, happy 40th, smiley face? Because then I'll be like, that's fucking bullshit. Don't send me some, just these platitudes. Like, don't send me some bullshit, non-specific right. happy B-day nonsense. That makes me mad. And then I wrote a whole thing about how mad I was at this thing that I had pretended that he had done. And then I was like, well, what if he's like, well, since it's your 40th, I've been reflecting and I really feel like I owe you an explanation and this is what happened between us and this is my side of things. And then it would be, then I was mad, like, oh, really? So it takes this? This is now? You can suddenly fucking speak in complete sentences? Why couldn't you do that when we were together, when we were in love? So basically, I'm going through all of these scenarios that have not happened. Right. And completely overreacting to all of them. And so while I'm writing this and I'm just furiously going page after page, um, my phone vibrates. I'm sitting on the plane. We're about to leave the gate. Right. And my phone vibrates and I look down and it says Eric, you know, in his last name. Um, and it says, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I'm wishing you and your family all the best. And I'm like, no, you're not, you're not, you're not wishing us the best because if you were wishing me or them the best, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be so terrible. Yeah. You wouldn't That's behave not so badly. How, what someone does when they yeah. wish the best Ugh. and, but whatever. And so I just really fast typed thanks you too and sent it because I just wanted to fucking scream fuck you into the phone right. and send that. Like I just, and then I was like, I should have typed fuck you. And then I was like, oh my God, he's for sure going to text me on my 40th. Now this, this confirms it. Like if he's right. doing it on Thanksgiving, he's for sure going to text. Me. And now I for sure have to just text back. Fuck you, Eric Saki. You're an asshole. I just have to fucking, t I just have to do it like that. Right. Cause Maybe it's really type it now and save it in drafts. So I'm not even kidding. Happens, I will just cut and paste on the actual day. And I might send it the morning of my birthday before he's even as a preemptive strike. Maybe, maybe I will. I don't know. I'm 40, but who knows what 44 year olds do. This I don't, I've never been 40 like. before. Yeah. So, um, so I'm totally, totally having this. And then they're like, you have to turn your phones off. So now I'm like, well, surely he's going to respond to my thanks you too and be like, wow, that was kind of cold. I'm trying to reach out and make things better because I realized what a mistake I made by letting you go. So now I, send the, I spend the whole flight oh. writing what I think his response to my response right. is probably going to be. And then going through what my responses to that hypothetical response are going right. to be. So then we finally land and I turn my phone back on and he didn't fucking respond. No, no, there was no, he wasn't because it was, no. he was only doing that passive aggressive thing thing of where like, you start the conversation right. and then don't participate in it. Right. Yes. Which he's the master of. Like he wants to, keep if, that if alcoholism thing. was invented in Phoenix, clearly that passive aggressive starting the, the conversation that I'm not going to participate yeah. in move that was started in the Philippines. Well, I think we can trace it back. Some, I know some people that do it. Some people. That well, maybe they too. were stationed in the Philippines. Maybe they the were. They could have been. So whatever. So then I go, and then everybody was drunk, and then I came home. And are they and, drunk right right out oh, the gate? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they start at a certain time. Well, I don't. That time must be before I get up, or I don't know. Yeah. That time is. I mean, the thing is, they're either drunk or complaining about 
not feeling good because they drank too much not last night. Like so it's they're either sort drunk of, or hungover. Yeah, I guess. And I, I think I'm exaggerating it. I think I'm making it worse than it is, except for it's my family. So it really right. is that bad. That's right. really what it feels like. Ugh. And it's sad that I just don't, I just don't want to go to Phoenix anymore because of it. Because you love that. And, and love I love Phoenix. my sister. I'm so close to my sister. And, and my niece, of course, is really the fucking sunshine of my whole yes. world. And, and, and I really love my sister's boyfriend, Matt. I think he's just a great guy, but God, he just drinks and gets so loud. And my mom is great. And my dad is great. And Walter, my stepfather is wonderful of all my stepfathers. He's my favorite. And, but it's just like, it's like by seven o'clock, everybody's drunk and fading. Yeah. And it's like now there's, it's like me and my niece are the only coherent people yeah. able to carry on a conversation what if you were to say, look, can we have one night no. where nobody drinks? Never, never happened, happened in a million years. Happen. It never happened. And that would probably be the night that all the unsaid stuff probably gets said, and it's like the big fight. Yeah, like, so maybe it would be a mistake. Maybe the drinking is, is keeping the, the social glue. Hot glued together. I don't know. But anyway. Oh, man. So um, so then I, I'm coming back to Phoenix, and I, or coming back to L.A. Saturday night. And I'm just right. like, God, get me back to L.A., even though I know people aren't necessarily <clears throat> known for being nice here, but you know, I've got these three guys that I've been seeing. There's, uh, there's right, Hugo, which is three more than me, by the way. There's Hugo, the Sawi guy, right, who's very hot and cold, and who I had said who you gave another chance to, who was a dick, and you gave another chance right. to, right. And then there's Hans, the guy who cancels most of our dates, right. like two hours before. Uh, P.S. Let me jump ahead. We had a date tonight, canceled. Canceled it. Now, the reason is because his grandfather dropped dead this afternoon. Right. So it's a really good excuse. But it's also like he's literally canceled on our last four dates. No yeah. joke. Like, how many grandparents do you have? Four. Well, they're so all then, dead now. Then we've exhausted that. Yeah. I'm really, really sorry, but, yeah. you know. Anyway, and then there's Umberto, who treats me like gold, except he's 25 and has no car. So we've talked about all these are the options. These are who right. I've been dating. So Saturday night, I'm supposed to have a date with Hugo. He's going to pick me up at the airport, and then we're going to go have dinner, and then probably go back to his place and have sex in the butt. And then I'm looking forward to all of this, and I'm really – he – when we went out the weekend before, as I talked about in the last podcast, we had that great – I was meeting all his friends, and then he was kind of cold to me, and I called him on it. And so we had been t having a text conversation over the week about me just saying, I just need you to be more consistent. You're really – really affectionate and then you're like mean to me the next three exchanges and then you're suddenly affectionate again and i just don't know which one you which guy you are uh, you and, have to you know, type all that shit yeah 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 so Ugh, he's my like fingers let me tired just thinking about he's like it. let me make it up to you and let me pick you up from the airport saturday and we'll go out and it'll be great and i'm like okay yeah. so i the plane touches down i go i'm walking out right now he's like i'm waiting on the curb i go out he pulls right up. I get in the car and I'm like, what do you, he's like, oh, you look so nice. And I was like, wow, thanks. Obviously it's nice, Hugo. And, um, I'm telling him, you know, how to get out of the airport. And, and I'm like, what do you want to eat? Do you want to go to Thai food or do you want Italian? And he's like, um, let's not go to a restaurant. Let's just drive around and talk for a minute. Oh, well, I know shit. what that means. Come on. We all can do that. Anytime math. the word talk is in the sentence. is bad. So he broke up with me. And then brought me home. And here's what was his reasoning? His reasoning is that based on our conversation, our text conversation, oh, fuck. he feels like I want him to be nice to me pretty much all of the time. And that seems like a lot of work to him. And he literally said that sentence. 
he goes, I just feel like you want me to be nice to you like pretty much all the time. And God, that just, I don't know. That just seems like a lot of work. And I'm like, well, well it's a, it's a lot of work if somebody's not naturally nice. Exactly. So well, there you go. There's so your then, answer. okay, this is my house. Let me out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to art. I'm not going to try to talk to you. Yeah. So fuck a duck. That man. fucking really. So then my Saturday night date didn't happen. And Ugh. then my Sunday night date, which was tonight also got canceled. So, you know, <clears throat> basically I'm left with Humberto, the 25 year old with no car, who's so great to me and who I've been going, but it can't be anything because we're not equals. But you know what? Maybe I just need to fucking give it up and just be like, we're dating. He's great to me. And so we're dating now. And so my new thing with him is every time I when like earlier tonight when I said, oh, I was with Umberto and you go, oh, he's the one with no car. Yeah, I'm so uh, let's have that. Let's do that little scene. I was with Umberto earlier tonight. Oh, he's the one with no car. What the fuck do you mean by that, Dennis? Yeah. That's going to be my new game I that like I play. What are you trying to say? What are you fucking trying to infer yeah. that he doesn't? Yeah, he doesn't have a car. Well, so what's your point? He's the nice one. Yeah, he yeah, could yeah. be the nice one. So that's going to be my new game. And Umberto is uh, the only one, I guess, that I'm dating now. Well, that's good. Happy birthday to that's still... me. Well, what? Yeah. No, but he's great. Maybe, he's you know, great. one is enough if they're he, awesome. One is enough. If they're great to you. Who wants to date that many people at once? No, not it's me. I was just trying with. to find one keeper. I so. know. But again, I'm not going to lie. 25 is too young. Yeah. Not having a car is a big problem. So I'm just lying to myself and to all of our listeners. But whatever. Well, maybe he'll get a car soon. He can get a car. Sure. Maybe one will just fall right out of the sky and land on him. <laughs> And, and then, then he'll, he'll be, dead. be dead. Wow. And then Hugo okay. will cancel, or then Hans will cancel on me because he'll have to go to his funeral. I want to, speaking of dates, I've observed something this week. You, on Wednesday night, we were going to Club Cherry Pop, and you texted me and you said, let me know the details tonight in case my date flakes. And then... Yeah. By the way, did I end up going dancing? Yes, you did, because your date flakes. Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember and now. And on Friday, my friend, my friend Glenn, I was going to go to a screening, and he goes... Um, you know what, I I have a date, but he might flake, so... Oh, is he dating Hans also? Nobody's dating. And if you're dating, you're dating a flake. You're dating because anyone, yeah. You're dating a flake. That's the thing. Every text where somebody's like, oh, I'd love to do that, I'm supposed to have a date, but if he flakes... People then, didn't used to say that every second they'd mentioned a date. Everything is prefaced with... If he flakes. And you yeah. don't say it about your friends. Like, no. oh, I'm supposed to go see a movie with Glenn, but because if he flakes... Because if you had to say that about your friends, you wouldn't be friends with them. Right. But we'll put up with it. Like, everyone is prefacing. Yeah. You know who shows up? Who? 25-year-olds with no car. Exactly. They're able to fucking ride the bus and get there on time. Yeah. And yet... Everyone else is... It's yeah. like flaky dates. I know. And it's, it's fucking... like a cereal, a new cereal called flaky dates. Flaky dates? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's... Um, but everyone... With no There's a lot of like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to have a date, but he could flake, so blah, blah, blah. That's a, I hear that a lot. And I, I also see it in texts. So that's just an observation. Well, I'd like to do some social uh, dissecting here on the podcast. Yeah, that's good. That's what we're here for. That's right. Um, I really felt like I, my plane had not been on the ground 10 minutes back in Los Angeles for movies and more. And, um, <laughs> and I got dumped by someone who's not even a nice person. And it was really just like Los Angeles going, welcome back. Right. <laughs> Fuck you for your birthday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it right. really was that cold reality of this town being difficult sometimes. I know. I love Los Angeles. I really like, not one of those people that's like, I fucking hate this city. But, wow, dating here. And right. I will say this. I will say <clears throat> I'm very conscious of the fact that I'm not 
I'm, you know, I'm an ordinary, average-looking guy here. Are you fucking kidding me? No, with no, no, that no. Shit? In Los Angeles, yeah, you're for a gay still guy, fucking no, me. that's not true. Like that's the truth, not, I, the, look, Dennis, crazy. I'm gonna, I will, I'm no, I'm you're gonna fucking crazy. But my point is, I get that, and that's because we live in a really whatever fucked up, skewed city and whatever. But like, there is, it is true. Like then I go to Phoenix, and it's like, right. oh, yeah, forty-year-olds don't usually look the way I look. Like I, I need to celebrate that. Yes. I need to be proud of myself you and give amazing. myself credit for that. Yes. Like this is not what 40 looks like at the mall of America. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So we need to lighten up on ourselves a little on that. Yes. Okay. And by we, I mean mostly me, but yes. you too, but really me. Cause that's who I'm most concerned about. Right. You should be. But <laughs> so, yeah, but it's like, I was thinking that's for my, 40th birthday, you know, everyone always does some fun trip, but, right. you know, unless your 40th birthday, I guess, happens in 2009 when everyone's broke and no one has any money, then there's no fucking trip. But it's, I was like, my fantasy trip wouldn't be going to Bali for a week or, you know, the south of France. I would like to just get on a plane one morning, fly to the Mall of America, look around at those people, and then get back on a plane that night. Maybe I'd stop at the food court. Right. That would be awesome. And I think that would be all I needed. I think that would really set me, give me the some perspective and go, you know, things aren't so bad. Like, come on. Right. Right. I mean, this is what I haven't told you this. This is what my, my mother said to me yesterday. We're in Phoenix and she's like, well, I just don't understand why you're so depressed about turning 40. I mean, you don't have AIDS. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was her whole sentence. And I go, well. Yeah, okay, if that's the entire judging criteria, then okay, I'm enormously successful. Right. I don't need to feel like a failure anymore. But, like, can we – can Show there be some – me no AIDS. <laughs> like, it was so weird. Like, yeah. that's something that only a straight person would say. No gay person would ever go, well, I don't understand why you're complaining. I mean, you don't have it. <laughs> Maybe a gay person with AIDS would say that. I don't know why you're complaining. You don't have AIDS. But that's right. totally they different. They would emphasize the words differently. Right. You don't. You don't have AIDS. Well, see, we had two different language readings there. <laughs> yeah. But both of us made it clear that we were right. gay and, and probably suffering from a low number of T-cells. Right. But no, my, my but, mom was like, I don't understand why you're so depressed about 40. I mean, you don't have AIDS. She didn't even take a breath well, in the middle of the sentence. That makes sense to her. You're acting as though you'd done something wrong. <coughs> and you're just turning 40. You're just turning an age. You didn't do anything wrong. So you need to not beat yourself up. It's just something that happens. It happens to everybody if you're lucky. Um, if you don't have AIDS. <laughs> oh, wow. I know you hate doing AIDS jokes, and you almost just did one right now. And I, I, know. I get very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, yeah I, I, I have 20 minutes of them. I just hate doing them. I don't have them. Lay out one of your AIDS chunks for us right now, Dennis. Wow. <sighs> Two protease inhibitors oh, walk into a bar. Oh, my goodness. First one says the other one. One said, why are you so shy? And he said, because I'm inhibited. <laughs> That's kind of a good joke for just right off the top of my head. I'm going to change the subject because we're both so uncomfortable Cocktail, right now. no shit. Wow, Dennis, I'm trying to help us here, and you're digging us deeper. No, it's just dumb. Um, but... So I have a couple of emails that I put. All right, rock it out. Um, one is entitled, one more podcast listener. 
smiley face. Oh, nice. And I like the smiley face. The colon and then close yeah, parentheses I like it smiley too. face. That I, I can't figure out how to make it on my phone because I'm back in the Paleolithic era. Jesus, Dennis. It's not that hard. I know, but I, I have the... You know, the one, two, three. So this person wrote, uh, his name is Christopher, Chris, okay. and he lives in Seattle. I okay. heard about the comedy couch. Dear guys, I heard about uh, the comedy couch while Dennis was co-hosting Frank and Doria. Uh, I'm currently on a cruise nice. with a large number of consecutive days at sea, and all your old podcasts have kept me highly entertained uh, while at the ship's gym. Tony, mm. the story about your class with Richard Simmons, hilarious. Oh, that was Gustavo's other favorite thing, the Richard Simmons. People really? love Isn't the Richard Simmons. Nice? Yeah. They don't want to hear about your fucked up life. See? They want, they want stars. They want... I don't have A's. <laughs> um, he was laughing... Oh, no. I was laughing my ass off on the elliptical, and the couple of old people who managed to ramble their way to the gym kept looking at me like I was crazy. They must have been over 40. Who? Oh, could you imagine being 40? <laughs> who else but old people and the occasional newlywed couple can take 15 days in November and to go on a cruise? Yes, you guys do tend to sound like 13-year-old girls sometimes, but what gay man hasn't had a similar experience? And I enjoy listening to you guys talk about whatever. You could go way longer on the podcast if you wanted, and I wouldn't be unhappy. Oh, wow. Dennis, I thought you were great on Frank and Doria, and Thank I really you. loved the banter between you and Doria. I and, loved it, too. And so, and he goes on and just says how great you are. Oh, um, good. Hope you can see this Pass as a way over. to get... Hope you can see this as a way to get a serious XM gig because I think you would be great. Oh. Best to you both. So isn't that really, really nice? It's really and then sweet. I here's love it. Um, a Chris, uh, a different Chris. This is Chris in Albuquerque. And this is why I love this Chris. He signed it as Chris in Albuquerque and then in parentheses put, for now. Like, he gets it. He knows Albuquerque sucks. Oh, I'm he's so gonna, mad. I thought you meant Chris for now. Like, is he going to have a sex change? I, wow. <laughs> I Dennis, thought it was Chris for now. Is this your mind works? I thought it was it's Chris, not Chris for, now. for now in Albuquerque. Well, Chris, also, Chris would work it's double, Chris do in double Albuquerque. duty yeah. for now. No, but I'm okay. so mad at New Mexico because their license plates say the land of enchantment. Right. And that's like, that's a goddamn lie. Well, that's I like when people be say life begins at 40. Yeah, well. That's also a lie. Yeah. Right? You're only as old as you feel. Oh, well, how old are you then? <laughs> oh. Hume Cronin. How old know, are you? I know. That's okay. I'm Jessica Tandy. So anyway, Chris <sighs> in Albuquerque wrote, Hey, guys, just wanted to say that I recently started listening to the podcast, and I just love it. And uh, just for Tony, turning 40 was a wonderful experience for me, so embrace it, mister. That's great. It was great for him in Albuquerque because, of course, that is the land of enchantment. It so is the land of enchantment. Why wouldn't it be wonderful? Because they have movies and more. More. <laughs> oh, and just date your fuck buddy already. Just set a rule that there's no fuck hunting on Craigslist while you're dating. I like the word fuck hunting. I like fuck hunting. That's Goodwill why fuck. I saved this email. I want to see that movie Goodwill Fuck Hunting. It's really. Yeah. That is because it's a verb. Yeah. But I really am like, it's also kind of an adjective. Yeah. Like. I'm going on a fuck hunt. <laughs> I'm drunken around. So what are you doing tomorrow afternoon uh, while I'm in the office working? What are you going to be doing? I'm going on You're a fuck hunt. You're fuck hunting tomorrow, I might be fuck hu- I might be goodwill fuck hunting. So anyway, I'm no longer seeing that fuck buddy, by the way. He kind of ruined it with his trying to make me date him, and it kind of oh, took yeah. the fun out. And so, but we got a lot of people that were telling me I should date him. But I just I couldn't do that. Anyway, one last letter. And this is not from Chris. Um, this is from somebody named Rick um, in Atlanta. And it's not the Rick, by the way, that wrote in to when I did the radio show. And, and Oh, right. It's the one that you same. liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he wrote, admitting to my addiction is the name of the email. Uh-oh. And it says, Dear Procter & Gamble. <gasps> 
I've never written to a soap company before, but I feel like I have to tell you how much I enjoy your product. You had me at Show Me on the Doll Where Richard Simmons Touched You. <laughs> and now, every time I launch iTunes, I anxiously wait to see that new podcast icon like up. Oh. I know I will be enthralled for a rollicking 30 minutes. <laughs> Which, out of 50, isn't bad. Right, that's, I'm, I'm, I'll take it. Yeah, so that's like over 50%. I feel like that's, you know, for free, that's a pretty good damn ratio. <laughs> more dates than Hans keeps with me. Right. Um case my date flakes you know just in case date flakes it probably wouldn't happen um and if you might if i have a big bowl of date flakes then i'll go fuck hunting um that's, that's the name do. of this podcast yeah, the big breakfast date yeah, flakes the big breakfast date, of date flakes date flakes and, and fuck, fuck hunting is the name of this podcast yeah, you know because i love anyway up with he names says now. his favorite moments from our last podcast include dennis excitedly inquiring about tony's diet coke from tijuana <laughs> like what a 12 pack <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Of what was it? I never found out. What did he bring? You? I never got them. I was been supposed to get them Wednesday flake? night, and he flaked, God and I went dancing, it. and then tonight because his fucking papa died. <laughs> so then, then um, he also his other favorite line was Tony casually describing Puerto Rico by saying, "Well, all my memories are of foreskin and food." <laughs> Please keep your sparkling, charming, <laughs> captivating content. It keeps my whites whiter than white. Oh, so he's a that's charmer. That's clever. I know. I felt like that's I just cute. had to read it. I love it. I love so, those. That's Thank great. you, people. We have the greatest podcast listeners. We do. If I just weren't letting you down by turning forty, I know, I know. you're doing a bad thing. You're doing a bad, a bad, horrible, thing. unforgivable thing. Um, I interviewed Pee Wee Herman the other day. Wow. And I have to work on that story. I know tomorrow. you are, but what am I? I know, right? So he was nice. I felt like I didn't – it's hard to ask about the hard stuff. I didn't ask for about you. it very much. It is for me. And also, yeah. yeah, and also over the phone. And I didn't know what the angle was because it's kind of old news, but you knew you had to cover it, so blah, blah. And I might be interviewing Nicole Ritchie mm-hmm. for a Canadian magazine. So, well, you know, there's that. The good news is with her, there's no hard stuff. There's no hard stuff. It's just all hard stuff. But I, I I like her and it would be in person. So yeah, I uh, I do like you know I I like her just fine. Yeah, I don't have any I don't have any problem with her. Um, I've been seeing movies like crazy because I have free screenings and it you know keeps me like makes me uh, happy ish. Right, right. and well, I that's saw close it. enough. It's complicated. Which um, you liked? I did like it, although it's Nancy Myers. Everybody is, in it has big tits. Yeah, including Alec Baldwin. Oh, featuring Steve, Steve Martin might not have that big a tit. He's got nice soupy breasts, like and they're probably covered B-cop. dusty uh, white hair. Yeah, dusty white hair. They're like snow-capped mountains. Um, what's interesting about it is uh, Nancy Myers does these movies that are that are kind of fun, grown-up comedies, you know, whatever. But they all, they're like real estate porn because everyone lives in perfect houses yeah. like, and something's got to give There's or so whatever. so much sunlight coming in through those windows. Oh, my God. And gleaming. everything, all the fixtures and everything is sort of perfect and mm. you, you know. So but, tasteful. And that's true in this movie as well, which is set in California, I think. And she lives, Meryl Streep's character is single and lives in this sort of Spanish-style house near Malibu. and That's just appropriately lived in. But the thing is, in the recession, it's kind of gross how nice everything is. And Meryl Streep's character lives in, on her own. All the kids are out of the house. And she's finally going to build onto that audition and get that kitchen she's always wanted. Ugh, she's the, earned it. Because the beautiful one she's no, got now is she such can't. a 
fucking shithole. I don't know. Make dinner for one. I, that, I don't right? know how she can fucking stand it. Yeah. So the movie's not even a, a sub-zero refrigerator, Dennis. What is not, she supposed to do with her link with Steve Martin comes over. He's the architect, and they outline like with tape oh, outside God. of her house the the kitchen that Could it's they gonna at least be. Draw a dead body on and the they ground. get laughed. Ladders and they're gonna climb up <sighs> to the second story, and it's so decadent I can't see that movie. I and can't. so tone deaf. Yeah, to like That's everyone hilarious. in that audience is thinking, "Thank God I got this fucking movie for free." Right. Uh, when I come out, I can't I go afford to the, this chair I'm sitting in. I don't know if I can go to the pit fire across the street. Cause, oh God, remember I, uh, that? Oh, I know. Oh, but anyway, so that was that. I saw New Moon, Twilight. Why'd you do that? Because it was free. And, also, uh, big breasts. Um, yeah, Taylor Lautner's though. It's all about him. It's all about him and his body. And he has what are these muscles called right here? Trapezoids. Those are yeah, unbelievable trapezoids. You, yeah, you want to just I just fixated on them. She's a drip. Would you have sex with him? Yes. All right. Well, I if, mean, he's if seventeen. Date, and if it's he doesn't illegal. flake. Oh, if he doesn't, well, he might flake. Well, then you just go fuck hunting. <laughs> Uh, she's a snooze, Kristen Stewart. I yeah. don't get Bella, and I don't get her. They're both boring. Right. Um, both of them. Yes. I like that you act like Bella is like some really vivid creation Well, that's totally different from her. They're, I guess, the character. Well, I don't get, the, the character is Dullsville, and then the girl doesn't bring anything to it. Right. Um, and then I saw The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock this afternoon. Which is good, right? It's good. It, here's the weird thing. not It's not very dramatic. Like, the story is based on a true story, and what mm. happens, it's not, there's not a lot of angst or whatever. It just kind of plays out, and yet it's two hours and 15 minutes. So it's... Um, How long does it take to get used to her hair? Not long at all. You and really do I get used to it. I was concerned, because she's always... When she's blonde, the movies are bad. Yeah. But this time, she really creates a character. Okay. Like, she's really fun to watch. She's, I think it could have been her Aaron Brockovich, but she doesn't have the big scene. Like, right. she doesn't have the Oscar it's scene. It's not her fault. It's the writing, yeah, then. She they just, just doesn't didn't, have those scenes. Yeah, they didn't give her the... But she might get a... I wouldn't be surprised if she got, like, a Golden Globe nomination, or maybe even an Oscar nomination if it's a slow field, because she's very appealing in it, and it's hmm. a... It's a it's a good comforting movie and right now. And for her, for her, it's huge. yeah, cause she doesn't do big meaty. You know, she okay. knows her place. Yeah. So I, um, I enjoyed it. Those It'd be hilarious if she got nominated and they accidentally put in a clip from All About Steve. Yeah. Where instead, because she's, she's also blonde. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, we put in the wrong, wrong tape and just add like at the Academy Awards. Yeah. So and Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin are on stage looking at each other like, what the yeah. fuck. Alec Baldwin's really appealing in It's Complicated, and he's different than Jack Donahue. Like he's and Denise Richards is not in the movie at all? No, was she supposed to be? Well, her show is called Denise Richards, It's Complicated. Oh, I so see. So I feel like no. it's like you can't do something with the word fame in the title without bringing Debbie Allen in She's just as a courtesy. She's not perfect and white and rich enough to be in It's Complicated. It just seems like she's got some kind of claim to that to the series of words. Line, yeah, it's Complicated. Um, I know. I feel like I should have some other things to say, but I don't. If you're in L.A., we've got one more Village Variety Pack on December 7th, and the night before is your show. Yeah. Tony Tripoli. Tony Tripoli, I shit my pants. It's at the Celebration Theater. It's at 8 p.m. on Sunday night the 6th. Just email uh, to TonyTripoli.com or to TheComedyCouch at gmail.com, and um, we will get you a reservation because it's a really small theater, and it's going to you know, be, of course, jam-packed where we can be turning away people, and they're going to be in tears. It's going to be fantastic. Um, and, uh, and wear something that can get wet. Because you're going to so, – 
I don't know because you're gonna pee your pants from laughter. That's right. No, it's uh, true. And tears. My tears might get on you if my mom gets drunk and heckles me. Right. She won't. I've she had might. a series of nightmares, uh, where my mother is uh, heckling me during the show, and I have to stop and say to the audience, "We will give you your money back on the way out." And I run out of the te- the theater in tears. Right. So, um, but I'm you know I'm sure it's not gonna happen. <clears throat> but hey, even if it does, you want to be there to see it, right? I would love for you to do one of those snappy comebacks to your mom when she heckles you. Like, I don't come to where you work and knock the dicks out of your mouth, like stuff like well, that. Well, because you don't do, yeah, you know. I first of all, that would be rude to do to your mother. No, you don't. Um, you want and to it do was that. those dicks in her mouth is what put me through college. So, <laughs> so... that's not true. I paid for my own you college didn't get through. by putting dicks in my mouth, and um, <laughs> also I want to say the reason that I'm not dead right now. Which is um, from killing, you know, I was so ready to fucking put a bullet oh, in my head last night God. after I've been on the ground 10 minutes and then got dumped. And then, you know, today when fucking I get whatever uh, d- dumped, you know, because of dead uh, peepaw. But um, Chevy's. Yeah. The good people at Chevy's sent me an email with a coupon for free. Entree, anything on the menu for oh free my for my birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. It's amazing. And here's the thing. I just printed out like four of them. Shit. Because it's good until like December 12th or whatever. So you took something good and tried to make it. And so I went today amba- with Umberto because I felt like he should taste real Mexican food. Right. He should know. Not he that shit know. that he had growing yeah, up in whatever Guadalajara. That truck bullshit. That's not, you yeah. know... And um, P.S. He loved it and was like, "This really does taste like home." Wow! Now, how frightening is that? That Chevy's really is That's to good. a Mexican who's only been in this country four years. Yeah, he was like, "This is so great." You know, you don't tastes... have to sell me on the wonder of Chevy's. So he loved it, good. and uh, yeah, and they honored your coupon, and they honored, it. and That's so, great. and I've got a couple more, so we can go and shove it up. Sweet, I'm for excited. half price. And we're and we're gonna hang on Wednesday, right? Wednesday night, Cirque du Soleil's new show Kuza, which I saw earlier, but um, I got some tickets, so that's excited. uh, You and me, I love it. I'm there for you, like on your birthday. I'm not gonna flake on you. I know, right? This is we're there for each other. Yes, because I got dumped on my when the man let us down. I got stood up on my birthday, and here's the frustrating thing about that guy is I had like real physical chemistry with him. That's what fucking bugs me. Like with the, his later texting, but I am proud that I threw the hammer down and I did not text him back. And yes, you showed him. He, he was dead to me. He mm-hmm. can't. You can't pull that shit. But there's a thing like, ugh, like you don't meet people that, that often that you like kind of want to grab. And yeah. God damn it. Well, right. um, so just the policy still stands though. When we're at Cirque du Soleil, um, I am allowed to fuck hunt. Okay, you're totally so all you want. just just yeah. so you know, and I'm not gonna flake. No, you will, will not. Uh, you will you. not date flake. I will not date and flake. I will fuck probably that. fuck on. Okay. So uh, that's been the comedy couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Right. We sure love you guys. For I know. Listening. I get a lot out of this. I love it. It makes me happy. Yeah, we can't afford therapy. All right. So appreciate you guys. <laughs> uh, send us an email at thecomedycouch at gmail and you can always reach Dennis at dennishensley.com. That's true. Or send me a note at TonyTripley.com. Goodbye, right. everybody. Bye.